Hello, welcome uh, to the Mark Trademark Visuals podcast dedicated to their team members, their community partners, and everybody who helps the trademark visual world work. I'm here with Anna Jones. Anna, how are you? I'm doing great. Very good. So, um, Anna, what should we name this podcast? I don't think we formally named it yet. If you if you had complete control, just so you know, that's actually one of my strengths coming okay. up with themes for parties. Okay. And nicknames. So I would say the Mark Makers would the be ma- good for me. The Mark Makers. Yeah. Like it. Okay. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll email maybe, you later. Maybe you sleep on that a bit. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. Mark Makers. Okay. Excellent. We're going to jump into it. So Anna is here. So she's going to share with us what a day in the life at Trademark Visual sort of looks and sounds and feels like. So Anna, how long have you been with Trademark? A little over seven years. Seven years. Like a tiny bit over seven years. Tiny bit over seven years. Mm-hmm. Who's counting though, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, Anna, tell us, what do you do in your formal role today? Uh, my title is Director of Project Management, and essentially I'm just a resource um, for the project management team, for the sales team, um, and because I've been here for seven years and kind of have got a good idea of the inner working and kind of just like the theory that is trademark, <clears throat> um, I tend to just be like a resource um, for for everyone so it it just bleeds into everything it's just a team so it doesn't really matter what department you're in you at the end of the day everybody's a resource for everything so it's that's kind of it awesome what do you enjoy the most about trademark payday fridays okay that's a solid quick answer i have to think about that so what does a payday friday morning look for you you're just i'm super happy i wake up i'm really happy by the end of the day, once the bills are paid, I'm not as happy, but yeah. right at the beginning of the It's morning, all good. Yeah, I'm pretty insufferable. Yeah, insufferable yeah. being positive? Uh, no, I, no one can stand me because I'm like, go large, go big, I have money, I'm okay. rich bitch, you know? But <laughs> by the end of the day, it's kind of like, oh, okay. I'm not. <laughs> uh, no, I would say um, my favorite part of Trademark is touching on just the fact that it is a team. And everybody is just as crazy and passionate about what they do in their role here as I am in mine. And everybody cares so much. And again, I can't stress how crazy we are. So you get to work with some of the craziest, most passionate and most intelligent people. And that's my favorite part, because whenever there's something to figure out, there's probably about 20 people. Awesome. Uh, willing to drop what they're doing to kind of help you figure it out and watching people figure it out and talk themselves through it and sketch things out on a piece of paper has always been like just it's inspiring I can see it yeah I can see that getting people pumped up to come into work so let me drill down on what you just said the level of passion and commitment what was the last time you lost sleep? You couldn't sleep at night because you were thinking about work, whether in a positive way or, damn, we have the problem solve here, or uh, we want to make sure we, we see it to the final detail. I think there's been two instances. I think recently, uh, one, I always kind of get a little anxious before people start, okay. before we have new people in our department start, because I feel super responsible for setting them up to succeed. Okay. And because we are notorious for hiring overachievers. Okay. And I know that they were the go-to person at their last place. So coming here and being 
you know, having to take a step back just for a little bit to learn our system is going to be very humbling. And it doesn't matter how many times I say it, it's still going to be hard for them. So for me, like that kind of keeps me up because I'm like, because I'm really, you know, passionate about things too. So I have to like remind myself like new people are coming. It's going to be very difficult for them. Like, what can I do to make this better? Like, I take it really seriously. And then the second instance was COVID. Yeah. Just the stress of having to go. And it was stressful for everybody across the board because I tried to make a point to text and call people um, to, to turn the corner and we're remote. And it wasn't something that we really had set up beforehand. So it was really, you know, it was a, it was a difficult time. And definitely I, we, but I found that to be a little bit stressful. And I did lose a little sleep over that. But just then like a couple of days later, just seeing how people are so resilient and how people just like worked around like things and was just like, these are the right people, you know? Rightfully so. I think a lot of people with that COVID, definitely that first day coming back, it was, it was concerning. The Let me flip it now. A moment ago, you said the crazy, passionate people in this building. Yeah. Give me a positive example of somebody's craziness or passionate um, ability to get behind something. I would say... <clears throat> Super crazy. Don't go, don't lay up on this one. I was working on a project. I'm not going to name names. I was working on a project and we had this blade sign in for a restaurant that I'm not going to say who it was either. And it was, the sign wasn't working. It just was not working. It wasn't lighting. And then finally it was like, okay, it's lit. And then it wasn't working again. And the client was like, we have an opening. It's got to go on. And we had to get a lane closure and it was just like a thing and my heart's beating. So I came back to the shop and I said, Hey, I don't know how we're going to do this. And the person who built it overheard me and they were like, I'll fix it. And then I'm like, well, you know, how are you going to fix it? So long story short, he went, they drove out there. He climbed the side of the building, climbed on top of the build, like the sign opened it. Um, totally with OSHA specifications. No, no, we heard also, from OSHA afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's we're, why I'm not naming names. We're going to edit that later. Because no. we heard from okay. OSHA. But he climbed on the building. He climbed up the side of the building, opened it up. It was like, oh, you know, and his reaction was like, oh, like, I know what I did here. Fixed it up, put it on, went downstairs. We lit it up. It lit up. And he was just like, there you go. That was just, that, that type of ownership. And the look on his face was like, there you go. I know I did the thing with this. I'm pretty sure he told me specifically what he did, but I can't remember that. My brain doesn't work that way. And I just remember looking at him and being like, that's, that's what I'm, that's that's what I'm talking about. You know, okay. like, yeah, taking that responsibility and ownership and understanding that you want to stand by your product. You want to make your company look good. You want to make your team look good and you care about the client. Like they're mm -hmm. opening, like, what can I do to fix it? You know? Great. Okay. Let, tell me about a project or a piece or a branding program that Trademark delivered on that you're most proud of? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Because they all have a backstory because when you're in project management, you get to like, you see all the craziness that goes on in the background. Give me your top two. But I have to say, and these aren't, they're not big essentially freestanding, but they were a part of large projects. And I'd have to say the interior, <clears throat> the interior displays at Uber Phoenix okay. HQ and for Isogenics HQ. And the thing that just, so Isogenics, I was fairly new to trademark when we did that. So 
did I shed a tear? I don't know. I'm not going to admit to anything, but it was definitely like a lot of moving pieces because their theory was let's make something that's museum quality and they give tours at their building. So mm -hmm. the pressure was like on and it was the first time in my experience that I saw interactive displays where they were like, yeah, you can grab the piece, look at the thing, touch the stuff. And I just thought like, what a neat thing, because typically you think of signage as like wayfinding and interior signage is wayfinding or a wall graphic. And this was like a mix of wall graphics with like, you know, flat cutouts and like photos. And it was just like, we did decals on floors that said photo here so that you were telling people this is the coolest place to stand to oh, get to like take. the coolest. I'd never seen that and like I'd never experienced that. And just coming up with, you know, kind of out of the box ideas and having a client go, let's do it. Okay. You know, um, and it wasn't like, um, and Uber did the same thing. They had an architectural firm that designed theirs though. And they had like a Polaroid wall. Okay. So they encourage people to grab the, the camera, take pictures of each other and put them on the walls. They have an artwork wall where people are encouraged to bring in art mm -hmm. and put it up on the wall. And I That's just, cool. I love that. Awesome. Okay. Hold the humility piece. Let's get a little swag. I think you'd be good with this anyhow, right? <laughs> what are you absolutely best at? You're the go-to superwoman of trademark visual. I think, I, I hope, that I'm the best at reminding people that it's information, that it's not good, that it's not bad news. It's information. And how we choose to translate that information within ourselves and to the client just changes the whole freaking mood. It's how you say it. Okay. If you start something with unfortunately, or we can't, or don't, then immediately it's just human nature. You're down and you mm -hmm. go into that negative space. But if you're like, hey, I got in the in the room with the smartest people in our company, and this is how we're gonna solve what we came across today, 99.9% .9 of your clients are gonna say, amazing, awesome, keep me posted. How soon can that get done? Let me circle back with you. You know, it's just that's it's just how you translate information and it'll bleed into everything. Not only how you manage the client, but how you feel about it. Because mm -hmm. if you go home every day thinking that you're having, that it was a tough day or that you had problems, then that's one way to see it. But if you're like, my job is to be a problem solver, then you're going home with, wow, I have these things I have to figure out. And then that's essentially how I go through it too. Like all of the things that, or situations that I help the team with, I never see it like a huge problem. I don't think any, but I hope that nobody ever comes into my office and I go, that's a problem. It's usually like, let's figure it out. Okay. Definitely. You have the reputation for figuring it out. So what did you learn the most since starting seven years ago? Say to David this. I say this to David. I, I think I just recently said it to him. And who is David? Oh, it's this guy that's here. Uh, <laughs> David Baum, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go I ahead. I just say, said this to David Baum recently, um, but I remember... It was, I don't know, I was just not in a, you know, just a lot was going on, yada, yada, yada. And I thought about the first day I walked in to the building at the old building and they have this like really cool farm door. And I just remember for my interview and I remember thinking, oh, I'm not going to get hired here. Like, this is like a fancy place. I, you know, I can shop and I went in and I met with them and I was offered the job. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't think you guys know, like, <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. And David was just like, I remember David looking at me really confidently being like, like, yeah, you're going to be good. Like, we want you to have this job. And I was like, yeah, no, 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 I don't think you, I think you guys, maybe I said, maybe I like 
oversold myself a little, but like, I don't think I can do this. I left and he called me and said, hey, if I'm reading this right, when you tell your boss you're leaving, he's gonna try to keep you. So I just want you to know, this is like what we're offering you, like room to grow and so on and so forth. And I remember being like, I don't think, I don't know what I said. I vividly remember calling my husband and saying, I don't know what I said, it must've been good, but maybe I oversold myself, like now I'm scared. And so I did take the position obviously. And I came in and I still remember being like, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. If I could say something to myself, it would be to just believe that I can do anything I wanna do. And I say that so often now to like the team and people around me because I, like, I firmly believe that anything you want to do, you can do. If you're not doing it, it's because you really don't wanna do it because everybody in this building is perfectly capable and we hold each other accountable and we make each other better and we've all been there so we can all empathize with each other and everybody like all hands on deck when they see somebody struggling in any department like it's just if i could say that i'd say just to believe in myself just a little bit more bet on anna bet on yourself <laughs> bet, bet on myself yeah there you go <laughs> excellent okay jb who is ahead of you on this he came in earlier to JB? do yeah, Mr. Bacher. Oh. Some people refer to oh, him. Oh, the CSP King the of CSP America. King. He had a question. What was the question? Jim just walked back into the room. What was the question you wanted to ask? What was the question, Jim? What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, tell that, a lot about your personality. Yeah, what's your favorite <laughs> flavor of ice cream? Uh, cookies and cream. That's it. Okay. What's the next question I should ask somebody at Trademark Visual who comes in here? We don't know who it is. But who would, what question should we ask? Who's your favorite person in the building? Oh man, are you playing chess? Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite person in the building? Very cool. The Anna? bombs, all of the bombs are <laughs> All mine. the bombs, okay. <laughs> Anna Jones, you're off the hot seat. How did this go for you? It was good. All good. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Talk to you soon. So that wrapped up our discussion with Anna Jones, project manager extraordinaire, and our discussion on Trademark Talks. To learn more about Trademark Visual and the work they do, definitely check us out at TrademarkVisual.com or follow any of our team members on LinkedIn and, of course, follow Trademark Visual on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.